the other day by chance. Well, not by chance, but by listening to historical podcasts. That is something that I never thought I would enjoy, <laughs> but I am. Um, I learned that exactly 500 years before my birth, the city where I was born, uh, Malaga, in southern Spain, was taken by the uh, Catholics, Queen and King. And yeah, that was exactly 500 years ago. Uh, from my birth date. So I was born in 1987. So 1487, they took uh, they took the city of Malaga, and I think, but it was kind of um, harsh battle. So basically, they um, kick out everybody that was in the city, apparently. And then in 1492. Uh, of course, they took uh, Granada, so that finished like the conquering of Spain by the Catholics, and that was also the year that, uh, by error, some Spanish ships arrived to the Americas, um, where we also took the Catholic religion, <laughs> and it's yeah, 500 years. Welcome to English as a Broken Language. Probably the least fluent podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iVoox, or any other platform you are listening this on. My name is Miguel Ángel García Otalora, although my friends prefer to call me Miguel. And I was thinking that is a lot of time, but it's not that much time. I mean, if I think it like, I don't know, 1,000 years is like a lot, a lot. It's for me difficult to figure out. 100 years is kind of easy. 300 years, okay, I could think of it. Um, and 500 years, I think, is in the limit. I can, my mind can imagine. Of course, life 300 years ago was more similar to life 500 years ago, I think, than to life today, because things have gone wild in the last decades. But, but yeah, uh, from 300 years ago on, we have this Catholic tradition and I'm immersed in that. I had the baptism, I did the communion. That is the first time you take the body of Christ, they call it in Spanish, uh, which is a small biscuit without much flavor. Um then there is the the another the other big celebration Catholic celebration which is the wedding 
and I've been not to a lot, but I have been quite to, to quite a few weddings. I think especially when I was child and a teenager with my parents. That's the most weddings I have gone. Um, well, they they follow the same structure. Like you go to the church and there's a mess and then there's some celebration. But the other day I was to my first uh, non-Catholic wedding, actually. And it was really, really weird because we have to go to this... Um, bureaucratic center um, the wedding was performed or guided by a judge um, and actually it was the first time I saw a woman marry people <laughs> because in the in the Catholic weddings they can only be performed by by a man uh, but this was a woman who was a judge and there were like two friends of mine who were marrying and I had to go there basically because I had to testify that that was happening and that was real because you need two people to testify and nowadays with the pandemic situation basically you you can only be in the wedding like the judge and then the couple marrying and two people that has to that have to testify uh, one of them being me and then i think maybe one or two more people and that's it basically <laughs> opposed to 300 people which is the, the typical wedding i have seen okay maybe not 300 but yeah sometimes 300 sometimes 100, but definitely more than six. Um, and I was surprised. It was kind of nice given the, the situation because I thought it would be like more gray, more bureaucratic. But it actually, the judge, she was, I don't know how old she was, but was kind of young. And was really nice person. Uh, I don't know, it looked like she got passion for doing that and she was happy to marry to marry my friends. And even though my friends were doing it uh, because nowadays uh, if you... I mean, the, the bride, she, she's living abroad, so nowadays it's easier to, to travel abroad if you are married. Um, I think you have also some fiscal benefits or something like that. But it was more of a practical thing because they were living together for years. So it was like the thing to do more for a practical point of view that because they believed in weddings, because neither of them believed in weddings. But it surprised me the structure of the act of the ceremony was kind of similar. I mean, first, she, uh, the judge, she has to read all the the laws that now they must follow. Um, all the mandatory stuff they have to do and blah, blah, blah. But then uh, she, she asked um, 
the bride and the husband, if they wanted to to exchange rings or do some kind of act like that, um, they said no. <laughs> uh, but then she also offered, like reading a small um, like text, like dedicatory, dedicatory. In Spanish, is dedicatoria, but it was kind of mm, small poetic text. Um, I think maybe to give it like a more close feeling to the act, and um, and she so she read it, and then what else? What else she said? Well, it surprised me. It surprised me that she said um, that this was for the rest of their lives, which was kind of funny because um, legally you have the possibility to divorce. So, so I thought they wouldn't say this in civil weddings, but they do. Um, and she said something nice that was that the, uh, both partners, they should keep their own personality despite being married. So, so it was, that was kind of cool. I mean, it was very sensitive person like guiding the act. So it was not too cheesy, uh, but not too bureaucratic. So it was interesting experience. And I was there just to sign a paper, basically. I thought they would ask me something like, do you have any reason why you think this shouldn't celebrate or something like that? But that didn't happen. I just signed a paper and that was it. Um, so yeah, I had this experience that was, this was last week. And then, I don't know if this happened to you, that you have periods of time that which not much stuff going on and then a lot of things happen in a really brief period of time time frame it's like the things like cluster together uh instead of spreading out in time or i don't know maybe it's that i'm more aware of stuff but i don't know but last time I had this, and now when I finish recording this, I'm going to pick up a friend, a friend who is coming to visit, to visit me. Well, to, to come to Malaga, actually. He was supposed to come in May last year, but was the breakout of the pandemic, so he couldn't. And funnily enough, now he can. I mean... Funny because, for example, I could not go to a near province, like 100 kilometers. You cannot leave uh, the, like the region here. But somebody can come in plane because the, uh, the Schengen space in Europe is open. Um, so it's going to come for a few days just to 
to chill and to get some sun because it's coming from Poland and right now he he showed me like this morning he has snow on his car and <laughs> so yeah I'm gonna do that um, and also I received our, some bad news uh, a relative of mine just passed away like a few hours ago and I don't know it's just weird I mean I was we were seeing this coming because it was really a bad health situation for a few days but it happened it happened today um and yeah so <laughs> some memories came to my mind so i don't know what else to say so i hope whatever you are you rest in peace um yeah, I think this was not the best timing for a podcast structure, but I think it's also quite real because in movies, it's like you got like really happy moments and then you have low moments and everything is kind of usually i mean in the hollywood classical movie blockbuster it's like everything has is taking you no? it's taking you like a roller coaster but you can have you can have good things and bad news going on at the same time um, and it always left you with this weird feeling so I hope what I'm saying makes some sense I feel I'm only rambling but but yeah thank you for listening um, I hope to see you next week. Have a nice day.